Close your eyes and imagine a time before modernity, a time in which there were no cars, no traffic lights, no street sweepers or skyscrapers. Most homes were little more than one-room huts featuring thatched roofs. There were no police, no prisons, and the earth lay mostly feral in its natural state of being. Now imagine a sunrise on a grassy hilltop thousands of years ago. You're with a group of people who've traveled many miles by foot, and you finally come to your destination. There will be a celebration, feasting, dances, bonfires, ancestral tales, and all the pleasures humans are capable of experiencing with one another. Mind-altering substances might be shared, Chosen elders might tell prophetic stories of good times coming to your people. The anticipation is overwhelming as the sun ascends above the horizon, distant clouds casting hues of red over the tree-dotted landscape. Inside, you can feel the enormity of the moment as the sun creeps ever higher, framed by a doorway of heavy stones set there by the hands of giants before you came into being. Or was it magic? Demons? All you know is that tonight, when the celebration begins, the gods will favor you for the sacrifices you've made this year. You can open your eyes now. The movie is over. That feeling of excitement at connecting with a power much greater than yourself is what we now know as spirituality. Human brains are said by scientists to be hardwired to think and feel that way as if there's a force larger than yourself out there, invisible to you, existing just beyond your corporeal senses. Others don't feel the emotional pull of a mysterious larger power. Regardless of whether we agree or disagree about a spirit world, we all have to admit that we won't know the truth until we've taken our final breaths, and maybe not even then. Despite living in modern times, the spirit world still evades us while it inspires spirited discussions, arguments, even violence. In this episode, we'll discuss one of our basic human instincts not to provide convenient truths, but to explore possibilities and expose the innermost layers of ourselves. This is Sage, Skeptic, and Storyteller. Welcome to Triple S Podcast. Today we've got a discussion about spirituality and whether we do or don't believe in it, just in general, and some of the more interesting concepts that have been flying around that we feel like touching on briefly that may come up in future shows. So when somebody says spirituality or uh, or religion, what do you guys think is the defining difference between those two concepts? Mm, yeah, okay, when I think of That's spirituality, yeah, that is a good question. I mean, because yeah, I, I would say spirituality to me kind of means you are looking inward, you know, relying on yourself, I guess, for the most part, look, looking, you know, examining yourself, not really, you know, to me, religion is like organized following a set of rules that other people have made and are imposed on other people. And, and, but I think spirituality can turn into religion quick, you know, and, mm. and vice versa. Yeah. And vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying one's better than the other or whatever. They're just, yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Nettie? Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that religion is more of the mainframe of what beliefs you have. And spirituality is the way that you explore those beliefs and the way that you are emotionally connected to. Oh, yeah. Because you can you be believe. religious and oh. spiritual or religious, but not spiritual, you know, I guess, theoretically. like Or spiritual yeah. and not religious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or That's both. True. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, because I would say, I mean, w you know, the three of us, we all went to church as kids. I remember mm -hmm. meeting people at church that were very Christian, 
you know, but I also felt like, oh, they've got like a spiritual side to them. Like they're into like the metaphysical stuff and like kind of what's out there and angels and demons and like, you know, I mean, I guess that's also part of religion too, but just, you know, that they were talking about like the soul and, you know, what happens after you die, that kind of stuff. That's Mm. the more mystical things. Yeah. The shit that we like to talk about (laughs) yeah it's fun to think about the lights yeah the light and easy stuff you know yeah conversations (laughs) first date conversations Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would agree with uh with you guys that like this that spirituality i identify that as somebody's internal beliefs about things that might be metaphysical they might be paranormal they you know they might have a lot of different labels attached to them, depending on which groups you're you're running with. Um, but then when we get into religion, I view that as a governed body, something that has more of a government attached to it. And obviously, it's not like, you know, the U.S. government where there's a Congress and a Senate and, you know, bills being passed. It's more like you know, a pope and some <laughs> cardinals like a business. or, yeah. yeah and, and they make money. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to, at that point, you're paying for your spirituality because you're paying somebody else for the service of mentally dissecting it for you, grinding it up, and then regurgitating it in a very friendly format. Um, Or, as some religious leaders prefer to do, just throwing the book out or setting it on fire and making up whatever the hell you want. Um, Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of churches out there. There's so many. I have never experienced that. Never. 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 No. I I say as I roll my eyes as far back up into my head as I can. So just for listeners, I mean. Shit, I can't even remember if we talked about this in the intro episode. Did we talk about the church that we grew up in at all? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I've forgotten well, as well because just for listeners' sake, Annette mm-hmm. and I have had some kind of horrible plague. plague between yes. that episode and recording this one. And fun fact, in ca- just behind the scenes, we actually recorded this episode over a week ago and then... Most of it got lost because technical difficulties, and now we're re-recording it again. So if the intro or the description sounds a little bit off kilter based on what you're hearing, just we apologize, guys. It's it got a little messy. It is this what week. it is. <laughs> but that's just I, I think this this show is just going to be a little more uh, go with the flow format anyway. Yeah. A lot of the time, so yeah. like spirituality, yeah. yeah. Yeah, spirituality is really go with the flow, whereas religion is not. It's nailed down, you know? Yes, exactly. But I was just going to explain for the listeners, you know, the church that we grew up in was a, you know, um, non-denominational Christian. But I think they described themselves as charismatic, you know, meaning like filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues rolling yes. on the floor barking like dogs you know you name it i've seen it prayer tunnels mm-hmm. uh, i still remember asking why my so... prayer language couldn't just be english and having them tell me i wasn't taking it seriously <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to speak in tongues well, no, it's just like the way that they presented it was so um, like it just didn't work out for me. And I don't know if that's because speaking in tongues is literally just a fake thing or if it's because I personally could never do it. But they they told me to close my eyes and just start saying any words that came into my head. And I started speaking English things and they're like, no, 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 no. you got to. You know, just say whatever it is that comes into your mind. And and yet again, I start coming up with English. <laughs> and, and then, then um, on the third try, they tell me to start speaking. And I and I just kind of opened my eyes back up. And I was like, well, what if my prayer language is English? Because I'm just. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish I was there for here. that. That's amazing. I, I think Annette was there for that. And <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was great. And I lost all faith in anything in the church when 
you know, we, they used to have us do those exercises speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. And then I went to high school and I was in the drama club. And then we started doing like the like ad libbing, like foreign like <laughs> languages. And it was the exact same thing. And I was like, wait, whoa, that's wild. Yeah, because it's an acting. It's a it's an improv exercise. Oh, my so God. I was like, wait a minute. Well, yeah, this is the I same mean- People would get up in front of the in front of the congregation and speak in tongues for like five minutes, you know, just straight or like just saying gibberish. And we, and everybody would mm-hmm. just be like, oh, yes, God is so good. Like, that's the, kind well, of the, the whole pretty wild. If you actually look at the Bible where uh, they because they, a lot of Christians will use the verse. um they were speaking in angel in the tongues of angels. Oh, yes, the tongues like, of angels. They talk about Pentecost. Okay, here's the thing. Pentecost, when, that, that day when the Holy Spirit came down on them, they were speaking other countries' language. Those are human languages that they were speaking, uh-huh. one. Number two, the actual verse, when you take it exegetically from the, from the Latin, it wasn't Latin, it was Aramaic. Uh, when you take it from the Aramaic, it means... Though I, uh, if I could speak with the, in the oh, tongues of I men could. and angels, oh. if I could, mm-hmm. even if mm-hmm. I could, because the point that he's talking about is love. Have I not love? I am but a sounding gong, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the verse that they use. And, but he says, what if I could speak in the language of men and angels? Mm-hmm. He doesn't say I can speak in the in the language of angels oh. so it's just the bible has so probably been kind of a butchering of a, of a freight shit. of a whole like section isn't it yeah and just don't get me started on revelations either okay <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember i need to read I that still, again some of that shit oh might be gosh. happening now <laughs> i still remember reading reading revelations with annette up in her bedroom as teenagers and just laughing and laughing like we we would sit around and read books of the bible and just laugh and laugh at some of the stuff that was oh in there god. like because if taken oh literally, my god it's pretty funny <laughs> Have you guys seen the TikTok? And it's like this guy and he time travels and he's like, what year is it? And it's like, it's 2050 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, what is, how is humanity? Is everybody gone? And he goes, no, everything is turned out peaceful. We have universal health care. We like, and there's no poor people and everybody, nobody's hungry. And uh, he was like, oh, so you know, Jesus didn't come back. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, he totally came back and he took all the Christians. And that's why it's so great. <laughs> oh, Damn. my God. I have that's not amazing. seen that one. I have not that seen is that. The be- I died. That was like one of the best <laughs> well, TikToks I've I ever seen. I hate to seen. say it, but like I, so many Christians are just shitty people. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. Not all of them, you know, just like not all cops are bad. Yeah. Like not all Christians are bad, but like a lot of them are i mean and there's so much abuse in the church so much sex abuse i mean so many children all congregations probably you know i mean i bet a lot of it goes hidden so there's some fucked up shit that can happen in religion yeah there really is especially when you go like really hard line on it and this is why i don't personally like religion and and I'm not just talking about Christianity. I'm pretty much talking about any religion. So yeah. if you are like if if um you wanted to categorize me, you would not call me a religious person at all because I don't follow books. I don't, you know, follow laws of spirituality. Instead, I'd rather read from a wide base of literature and then decide what feels right for me personally. So could yep. you Same. If you're talking about like rules, regulations, uh, like that's the structure of religion, could a political party affiliation be considered a religious position? Um, You know, I think I think you're on to something there. Mm. And I've actually um, made comments that are really similar to that before, that it's almost like a religion because people get so fanatical about it. About yeah. just like this one party's point of view without any deviation at all. And um, that kind of Blind scares faith. me, to be honest. Yeah, it's just yeah. they they tow the party line to the letter and mm. never deviate from it. And I'm just like, well, 
this is nothing but groupthink, first of all. And yeah. second of all, what if the groupthink is wrong? Like, what if we're way off course here? Wouldn't we <laughs> exactly. rather hear somebody go, hey, excuse me, um, you know, maybe we should reconsider this position. Like, I would rather have somebody <sighs> stand up and say that. That's the problem just, now. Our, our civilization, everyone is just in their own bubble because that's what you mm -hmm. can do with technology now. You can only talk to other people that agree with you and you can ignore everyone else for the most part. I mean, uh, you still have to be in society, but. I think, I think that the, the majority of people are somewhere in the middle. They're moderate. But I agree. But there are just but, these extreme yeah. sides of both groups. Yeah, Especially you don't in the hear United from the States. moderates. You don't hear you know? from them. They're quiet. They're just chilling. But it's both but it, even, extreme. Even in Japan. Yeah. Even in Japan. Mm -hmm. You know, they've got their extreme sides of the political party and they're making the stupidest laws <laughs> you can possibly oh, imagine. Oh, no. I mean... There oh, is a law going around that, like, they're trying to pass through. I live in Saitama, Japan. So they're trying to make this rule that, like, first through third graders can't walk to school by themselves. You have to walk with a parent. The kids can't play at a park without their parent. This is a safe country. And... Then they're telling they're telling people, young people, please have more babies because the population is in free fall. <laughs> but we're gonna make your job harder while we're at it. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah. come on, get your brain straight. Mm. So but like hmm. yeah, there's there's these extreme sides of, you know, everywhere in the world right now. And, and yeah. I, I tend to think that if you fo follow that loyalty and you really believe how is that any different from religion? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, you can you can really get yourself in a bad spot if you follow the wrong person. Mhm. Mm uh, yeah. Yeah, you totally can. And I yeah. mean, I think a lot of the extremism we're seeing today, whether it be political or religious extremism, I think it boi it, it it boils right down to fear. And mm -hmm. we're seeing a lot of fear in the news because the news companies figured out that a terrifying Fear sells. a good way to, yeah, <laughs> keep them hooked to the TV or keep them clicking on the links or whatever yes. they want, whatever their goal exactly. is. Um, keep them coming it to works. church, keep them voting, mm -hmm. keep them tuned into CNN or C-SPAN um, <clears throat> or whatever it is in your country. Yep. But, Fearful sheep that will just yeah. listen to whatever daddy government or the church tells them to do. And yeah. we've known for years now, for quite a while, that social media is fueling this um, yeah. because <laughs> of, I mean, any number of reasons, really. But there, there so are toxic. definitely bad actors in multiple countries that are doing nothing but fueling fear just so that people will be more compliant. They'll just, you know, bend over and... Like, fine, do whatever you want, just as long as I don't have to, like, you know, keep being afraid. <laughs> it's oh, just... it's so bad. I mean, I know that because, you know, they found these places where there's just, like, tons of people with computers and servers. And they're the ones that are, that are on social media just leaving troll comments everywhere. You know, mm -hmm. some group is paying them to do that. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think a huge number of tweets are actually just bots, you know. That were paid for by well, one group. With the, you know, with AI coming in, you know, we're not going to be able to know what's true and what's not. They're going to yeah. be able to deep fake videos and all sorts mm -hmm. of things. I know. So, isn't that wild? You know, we're, I mean, it used yeah. to be like the early days of the Internet. You know, you'd see a photo and you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely real because it's a photo someone took, you know. Photoshop right. wasn't even that great back then. But nowadays, you you know, like people are posting videos of aliens and what and it's like, well, could be fake, you know, could be anything. Or most people think probably fake because, you know, technology is just so good now. You can deep fake, you know, Keanu Reeves and make a whole movie out of him or it's yeah. wild what they can do. So we can't trust mm -hmm. anything we see online. Which is exactly yeah. how it's going to kill itself. Because yes. if nobody can trust anything online and if you don't know what's real versus what's fake, it creates this idea eventually like, you know what, why don't I just unplug from this? Why don't I just get the hell off of Facebook, Twitter slash X, 
Yep. Instagram. That's what I just did with Facebook. Yeah. But All I don't think stuff. that they're going to be able to just get off of it and unplug because it's an addictive behavior. It you is know, an addictive behavior for a yeah, lot of people. They're getting dopamine hits every time somebody likes their, you know, post or comments or, yeah. you know, they're getting, they're getting yeah. a dopamine hit from that. And I, yeah. I don't see, I mean, take away a kid's phone and see how they react these days. It's oh, crazy. Oh, God. Yeah. It's almost they're like somebody taking away hooked. a Bible, isn't it? <laughs> yes, they're precious. <laughs> My precious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I Some people still get off of social media. Like, for example, Ellen got off of Facebook. And my husband isn't on any form of social media anymore because it just it gets him too an- anxious and too frustrated, yeah. too angry about stuff. Um, especially, I watch the news as a hobby. Yeah, <laughs> I spend most of my—I don't know if it's considered social media, but Reddit is my favorite place to hang out. You know, it, it doesn't feel like a Facebook or an Instagram. I mean, for one thing, it's not mostly photos; it's mostly text. But I feel like it's a good area of the internet to kind of hear from the people, get a sense of what you know regular people are saying. But also Reddit has also been infiltrated by, you know, trolls and and bots and probably even AI now. And so it's like you just don't know what you, you know, you read someone's story on there and you want to believe them, but it could be completely yeah. fake. So maybe threads, that's maybe threads that's has been like cool. Like <laughs> threads. It, it's so far. Yeah. Yeah. So far it I so joined, far it's but, like Yeah. I don't know. It, it's not as uh I felt like it, it was it's a not dead. a cesspool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's not getting better. No, it's it seems like a healthier Twitter, but I just don't know if it's yeah, going to catch on. You know, I don't know either. But uh, you know, it's growing, and yeah. uh, you know, so far it's been you know because I'm a nerd, and so I've been enjoying like all the astronomy things, and oh. like it, there's not a bunch of crazy people like commenting weird things like the Earth is flat. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> less drama than facebook and so that's yeah. good yeah yeah exactly. yeah i can't do facebook so, anymore but love reddit so 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 how does spirituality fit into any in of this? this oh my yes. gosh i mean we've now we've just we've we've set this we've definitely set the stage for separating religion and spirituality so, yeah but, like what would be a good example of spirituality okay so to me it all boils down to like just some of the basic questions like why are we here what happens after we die basically those two <laughs> questions <laughs> what yeah. am I, why are we here what am i supposed to be doing and then what happens next you know it's kind of like i don't know no nobody asked to be born that they know of you know we we all just showed up here Everyone's just figuring I, out this life together. Yeah. You know, there's no such a nihilist. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all like, like you just die. It goes black. Like, the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, do, you guys, do you guys remember? What's being, wrong with that? Do you remember being kids and thinking like, oh, adults have it all figured out. We're sa- like, the, the, you know, they when I'm older, I'll know what to do, too. We, have no, you met my lie. parents? No, <laughs> well, I never felt that I way. I thought the grown-ups had it figured out, okay? And then I thought I would have it figured out when I became Wait, a grown-up. Your and- your parents definitely put more of a, a like mature front. Um That's yeah. than my parents. Yeah, well, I guess I mean, yeah, I guess part of it is just how you're raised. Young. That's <laughs> like, true. But I yeah, just feel like young parents. There's no I feel like there's no adults in the room, you know? I feel like humanity is just a mass of sprawling children that are just running around like we have no idea what we're doing and you know but do you feel like you've actually changed since high school because i want to ask this like because everybody thinks that they grow up and like you become this like wise person i think that making lots of mistakes makes you a little bit more wise and like stopping and thinking through things but like i don't feel like i've changed since high school like yeah like i look at my body and i'm like (laughs) I'm 41. No, we definitely look older. <laughs> Actually, you know what I was just thinking about yesterday? Because, you know, I'm turning 41 tomorrow, and I was thinking, you happy know, birthday. Like, thank you. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, I don't feel any older than 25. And I felt that way for a while. And then I realized, isn't that when your brain, like, basically stops developing? Yeah. Is about 25. Yeah. So that makes sense, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. 25, 26 is when your prefrontal cortex stops, you know, finishes its development. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, that totally makes sense then. Yeah. So I think ho- hopefully I'll always feel like I'm 25, you know, up here. <laughs> would, would you guys call yourself spiritual? Like, would you label yourself as a spiritual person? Yes, I would say yes, especially in the last couple of years. Um, you know, I think for a long time I was religious, but not really spiritual. I didn't really think about those questions i didn't dwell on them you know i just kind of went with what was in front of me day to day didn't think too deep about life you know that's kind of how i got myself into like a bad marriage and you know made some choices i shouldn't have made just because i was thinking about what other people wanted for my life and not what was best for me but um yeah i've just been doing a lot more reflecting the last couple of years and then really just answering the question like who am i you know, if you really sit and think about that question, who am I? That's such a fucking deep question because it's like, oh, well, I'm Ellen. But it's like, no, that's the name your mother gave you. You had nothing to do with that. You know, so who am I? Who were you before you got here? Who are you going to be after you're here? Like, oh, that's the shit that I just love thinking about. And we'll probably, you know, we'll never have the answers while we're here. But it's just cool to think about. And so to me, that's yeah. kind of spirituality is like, what happened before and what happens after this existence that we're in right now, whatever this is. Mm. Yeah. 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 I kind of, I'm kind of like Mulder from X-Files where it's like, I want to believe. Um, and yeah, I've been I get like that. This, I've been like this for my whole life where I've, I've been able to really clearly see the support beams in the structures of the of religions that I've been exposed to, um, I can I could clearly identify, you know, like an agenda and a narrative. I just kind of had these weird little spooky feelings whenever they'd start coming up. And and I just I don't know, I maybe my brain just kind of latches on to that kind of thing. And I just know I may I might notice more details than some other people that's possible well, i i'm an but... over truster personally and so maybe that's also <laughs> part of the issue there like I, I, oh yeah you know, and yeah i don't yeah you, i do you don't not trust, people trust until they're... people earn yeah. it <laughs> so exactly like, and i'm yeah. like well, they sound nice that must be right yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway go well, on sorry and i'll be like well these people sound nice we'll see how they are in about six months like yeah <laughs> see that's smart <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it's just you know experience you get taken advantage of one too many times and you're gonna learn the hard way you know that's that's just life but um it seems like from a really young age I've been able to identify just I don't know where where a pastor might deviate from the book and then just kind of go off on his own agenda so so religion that's is always religion. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I've always been able to clearly see religion, which is why I'm not religious. But like spirituality has been difficult for me because I subconsciously will conflate the two from time to time. And I have to keep reminding myself like, oh, wait, no, that's that's a religion thing and not a spirituality thing. But um, I don't know. I keep wanting to look into stuff like what the questions that Ellen was just going over, like what happens? Is there anything after this? Was there anything before this? Um, so and I what's boil going on my... right now, too? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just kind of I think maybe I'm quasi spiritual because I'll still entertain the idea that maybe something else does happen after this life or maybe something did happen before this life. I I I, well, I feel like you have a I little bit know. of a witchy. You have a little bit of a witchy side that comes out sometimes. I so do. yeah, a little bit. I do. Like it's funny because <laughs> like I I'll play with tarot cards and read tarot cards for people, but um I just kind of think of them in a really pragmatic kind of way where people take what they need or want to take from what you tell them, and then mm-hmm. that makes them happy and. So like literally any card in the deck, I could pull any card and say, oh, this card is for you. And it says this and this and that. And somebody will take one of the sentences I say and be like, you know what? That is correct. If I just talk enough, mm. oh, it'll so you happen. You can kind of see both sides. You can see the spiritual side, but you can also see how logically anyone can find something in that and cling to it. Yeah, it's called it cold reading people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Psychologists do it all the time. And, right. you, know, and, you know, people like me, I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that there's a 
you know. You know who also it, does it? Hmm. Con artists. Uh, yeah. Well, Con yes, artists yeah. cold Con read artists. people oh, too. There's tons mm-hmm. of scam psychics and whatnot out there. But I mean, and I, I right. won't go into it on this episode, but I, I've had some experiences with psychics that were undeniably, they knew things that they could not have known any other way. Yeah, it, it's just, it's blown my mind. That's pretty cool. And yeah. and it's stuff like that that makes me go, you know what? Like, what is it about this situation? What really happened here? I just want to know what really happened. So, right. I mean, yeah. maybe there is some spirituality where, you know, somebody connected to the collective consciousness and pulled out something from the past that they couldn't possibly have known organically. Um, or maybe they, you know... Maybe you were sitting in a place where you had a picture of your dead grandmother behind you with her name underneath it. And then they said that and you're like, how could you have known? But then you didn't realize you were sitting in front of that picture or something like, you know, people do that, too. Or maybe they just guessed really, really well. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and it just so happened to click in that moment. You're like, oh, my gosh, yes, this is a real thing. Um, I have no oh, no way of knowing. Sure. Uh, most uh, yeah. of the readings I've had, I, I've, I've probably, gosh, over the years now, I've probably had like 20 readings from psychics. And most of them have been just over like uh, messages, you know, like Facebook Messenger or whatever. And I would say that about 75% of them are just nice general messages, not a ton of detail or details were not right. But then there's that 25% that I'm just like, how the f- fuck did they know that like i i won't go into it now but you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like it's like yeah when when shit like that happens that cannot be explained and it just stops doing your tracks and you're like what the fuck is actually going on like what's really going on you know that's Mm -hmm. i love that (laughs) life is a mystery i like i've never had that experience i like it when i can't figure out what's happening you uh, yeah (laughs) you you've probably never seen a psychic though no, why would I pay money for that? <laughs> for pure entertainment. That's why. Exactly. So you go in there with your bag of popcorn and you plunk down your 20 bucks and you're like, yeah, go ahead, read my future. And then you sit there I, with your bag of popcorn and wait. Why? The first time I did it was just curiosity. I had another friend that got into it and then she wanted to do like a group reading. And, and so I was like, sure, why not? You know, and then that's the reading that blew my mind. And so after that, I was just hooked, you know, but yeah, they haven't all been that good. I'm sure everybody can tell from this conversation (laughs) that I would not uh, identify myself as a spiritual being. You're the skeptic. (laughs) (laughs) I I basically think you're born because you were born. And that was the sperm that won. Because your parents had sex. And... Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when you die, you know, you just kind of get recycled back because you're carbon. There's something so comforting. in that. there's something so comforting in the thought that when you're dead, you're just done because I'm tired. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice to just stop existing? I don't understand. I don't understand what the fear behind that is because I really just don't have a fear of that. I'm fine oh, with that. Yeah. Like, well, that's we're, fine. We're middle aged now. I, when we were mm-hmm. in our 20s, I was afraid of death. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I guess I just I hadn't thought about it enough. But now that I feel like. Well, I mean, you know, I feel like you're still afraid to die, but not what happens after. I mean, right, what happens, yeah. oh, for yeah. me, what happens after is just like. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I have peace about it too. I don't believe in this like heaven and hell thing. Mm -hmm. You know, as you'll learn through this entire podcast, like I don't believe in those kind of things. I just don't. And so, you know, soul catchers or whatever, like (laughs) I don't believe in that. If religion, if if science was a religion, then I would say probably I have my religious, uh, my religion is science, but I don't believe that science would you know be a religion unless you're following it blindly which that is absolutely the opposite of what science science, is science is supposed to stay open and curious too you know they're not like if you're a true scientist you're not going to be telling people this is definitely what it is 100 percent, and it will never change you know it's like because they're always learning 
you know, but religions why, are saying like this will never change. Yes. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. That, and that's why I say I don't. You know, I don't personally believe in a heaven and a hell. Is it possible that there is a heaven and a hell? Absolutely. It's, it's anything's possible. We don't know. We don't <laughs> have the data to be able to process that information. So right. you know, it remains an open thing. Is there a god? Is there not a god? I personally don't believe in God, but you know, it. If you want to believe in God, go ahead, because I believe that the basis of spirituality is a deep-seated fear that we do not have control over our own destinies, mm-hmm. because, you know, shit happens, and it's scary. You yeah, know, yeah. things can happen to you, and there is no control. But if you pray to something, and you that gives you a, a feeling like it's under control, mm-hmm. then I can understand how psychologically that would be very, very helpful for people. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Praying to a higher power, something greater than you. Yeah. Yeah. Gives you a sense of control in an absolutely crazy world. I wonder if that's like human nature, if it's in our nature to pray to something or reach out to something. Do you think that's human nature to feel like there's something greater than you? I don't know. I think spirituality or belief has always, like, I think it's always existed from the the beginning of civilization. We've always kind of been like this. We've always looked for ways to explain this place. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that's what it's it like children is. looking to their parents for protection, right? Right. Yeah. You know, you feel protected because your parents are there. But, like, you know, yeah. that I, I think as we grow up and we become the parents, we still need to feel protected. Yeah. And so we look to a higher power. It's oh, man, maybe I don't a know. holdover from childhood, some some kind of mm-hmm. rut, a mental rut or something like that that we've gotten ourselves into. Um, although I can say I've recently, somewhat recently, I've had a brush with, you know, with the great equalizer death. So, um, I'm 41, just like everybody else here. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) since we're all 41, um, that's right. And um, this summer (laughs) I was, I ended up being diagnosed with LCIS, which is a precancerous breast lesion that has we found out that I have a very, very strong likelihood of developing breast cancer sometime in my life. Literally a 60% chance um, is the newest number. <laughs> why do and, boobs yeah. why do boobs have to betray us like this? I'm know. just I'm I don't know. So and I did everything it. they want you to do. I went and had kids and I breastfed them, which should reduce your risk, but oh, oh no. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes, you know, shit happens. I have no family history of this. I don't like there's it's just one of those things like, well, shit, bad luck. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, could be that's, that's some, just how it is. But I can tell there's you so that much when, microplastics and shit in our food. It's like who even right. knows where cancer comes from anymore? Yeah. There's like so many ways you can get cancer. It could have it could have been but triggered in, any in Japan. Way. In Japan, we don't. It's it's illegal to have a lot of the chemicals that you guys have in your food because yeah. uh, it's cancer causing. And so, like here, they won't even sell it. So, like our bacon is different than your bacon because it has no uh, nitrates in it, and uh, like yeah. they just won't allow it. Yeah, there's so. like precious little food that I can eat anymore because I have to be on the anti-cancer diet, which means no processed foods, no processed Aww. meats, especially. I can only eat birds and fish and fruits and vegetables, in, and it's suggested to eat everything in its least processed form, which typically means raw, or you get it from the produce section and you cook it lightly and then you eat it. Um, so, you know, it's a whole lifestyle change that has to happen when you have better than a coin tosses chance of getting cancer in your lifetime. So when I started on this journey and, you know, I went from a 41 year old who had just earned her master's degree and was carefree and thinking I had absolutely ruled the world. Well, guess what? (laughs) I had not. And my body was about to tell me so. Oh, and your grandma died. And my grandma died. Yes. Yeah. Because the universe, the universe <laughs> oh just God. had to pile on some more shit. 
Yeah, my yeah. grandmother ended up dying two days after I was told that I needed to go in for a biopsy <laughs> because they, I had a suspicious mass. And I was like, oh, man. And then I got that. And I was like, what is going on here? And ever since then, things have been chaos. And not just because everything's been, you know, sad. It's been extremely frustrating and anxiety provoking. And anxiety is something that I've had throughout my life at a certain level, but not like this. Um, And I think anytime you're told, hey, you know what? Your days are pretty much like it's when you hear Mm -hmm. something that sounds like your days are numbered, even though my days aren't really numbered at this point, like I just it sounded no, it like was a, that it was, to me. It was like a warning, though, you know? Yeah, it's it a warning. Shock, shocking news that you got. Yeah. yeah. Faced with your mortality. Right, Faced yeah. with mortality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sitting here going, well, I still have young children, and I have to make sure that they're okay, and I have to make sure that they're provided for, and I have to make sure that everybody in my family is going to be all right if I'm not around or whatever. And so, mm-hmm. like, you start thinking like that, and then you realize how unprepared you are and because, you know, you haven't previously thought about it. So then you're sitting there going, wow, this whole thing's so overwhelming. And that's really the source right there of all the fear for me. Um, A lot of people would be like, oh, I bet you're turning to Jesus now or whatever. But it's like, no, actually, uh, (laughs) I I mean, he's still an okay dude and everything, but I just don't believe that he's the literal son of God or that God looks anything like humans, any humans think that he or she might look like or it might look like. I don't think anything is going, like if there's an afterlife, if there are creational beings, I don't think they're going to look anything like what we think that they're going to look like. So that's why I'm open to all those possibilities. If there is a God, they have a sense of humor. I mean, look at all the crazy (laughs) creatures that exist. Like, if I was God, I would look like some weird fucked up, you know, squid thing or, you know, just maybe God looks like the flying spaghetti monster, you know? Maybe. I think that there, if there's a God, he's a sociopath. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, I suppose that's possible too. Like, I mean, we have, we can't rule it out. (laughs) So Jen, when you were dealing with that, you know, the diagnosis and all the shit that came with it, like, do you feel like you tuned in to your spiritual side a little more thinking about death, thinking about this, you know, this is, uh, you could say this was a crisis in your life. Yeah. I feel like crises is always bring us to our knees sometimes in one way or it another. Was, and, yeah, it was, yeah, it definitely smelled of crisis to me. Um, I, you know, went to friends and said, Hey, you know, I, I'm going to, I might be a little bit weird for a while. I might need extra support. I might be emotional. Um, I might be unpredictable because I was trying to work through all of the feelings that came with it. And it did, Mm -hmm. it was a lot, you know, crisis-y. It was very crisis-y. Um, but, um, that's a really good question. I don't think I, went deeper into the spirituality i i really wanted to i was sitting there like well maybe I oh could i'm just not dig no up judgment bu- i was just curious yeah, yeah dig up a whole bunch more stuff see if i can find something that fits i really like that one time i was like maybe i should like convert to being a jew or something like you know like i i had said that at one point like maybe i'll just do this or this whatever. would not be the time yeah. <laughs> i guess no no it really wouldn't but um yeah. but then i just kind of was like you know i see this for what it is this is anxiety this is me not knowing what's going to happen this is me in a tailspin because i can't predict the future anymore and i don't know how long i'm going to live right I yes mean, you're you're losing control yeah yeah and mm-hmm. at one point you have to go okay so i can't control any of that so mm-hmm. what can i control that's yeah. this, that was my next question is what I what can I control not what should I believe but what should I what can I actually control yeah what can you do yeah and that's when I started researching dietary things like the anti-cancer diet and different vitamins and minerals that can help that have some kind of protective anti-cancer effect and you know should I be drinking out of glass water bottles as opposed to plastic should I um, you know, invest in certain 
food prep things because I'm going to have to process my own food so I know what's in it. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, just... So you can, you kind of took the practical aspects of like well, through yeah. your yeah your yeah. I don't expect yeah. a deity to do anything for me because I right. don't really think that yep. they exist to please me, and I don't I don't think yeah. I can communicate with them effectively, even if they are a thing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I was just like, well, what can I do for myself here? And that's... You turned to science, not spirituality. I did. (laughs) I did turn to science. But that makes sense for a medical condition, too. You know, most of us trust the scientific community for the most part. You know, I mean, I don't love modern medicine and the whole system and everything is yucky. But (laughs) anyway, yeah. But I mean, then then there are those people out there that if they got a cancer diagnosis, they're just going to pray. And not do yeah. anything and see what happens. I, I, I mean, certain people in certain religions, yeah. they're not even allowed to yeah, get there. I, I feel like you probably made statistically the best choice out <laughs> of all of them. <laughs> I mean, that's the oh thing. You gosh. have to know the situation, you know, like if you're, I don't know, let's say like it's not a medical issue. Like let's say your partner dies or something really traumatic happens and you're searching for okay. answers. Why would this happen to me? You know, you're mm-hmm. not gonna. I mean, I guess you, how you could, could go this to happen yeah. to me? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I think it's when little cri- even little crises in our lives. I, I think that kind of gets us tuned in either to our spiritual side or the scientific side. Either we crave the research, what do we know, the knowledge, how can we fix this, or it's like I don't know anything. <laughs> How did this happen to me? I'm looking for mm-hmm. answers because surely there's got to be more. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And see, I just sit there yeah. and go, "Why do you? Why would you need an answer that it happened because it happened mm-hmm. and it's sad? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let feel, shit happen. Feel yeah. There's no feel reason. Feel the sadness. Mm-hmm. Go through the emotional steps. Yes. You know? Go through. Oh, the I whole, think that's like, important grieving. no matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Feel your but, feelings. Yeah. No matter yeah. what happens in the crisis path, you will still have to go over your feelings. You're still going to have to have them. Yes. And you're still going to have to just, you know, let them wash over you and do nothing about them because there's nothing to do specifically mm-hmm. in that moment. There might be something to do tomorrow, next week, two months from now. But in this moment, your only job is really to you know, experience the emotional fallout of what's going on. And it's okay to have one. It's a really natural thing to get sad if you've been told that you're probably going to have cancer. Like, of course, that would make you sad and make you oh, angry, yeah. frustrated. Um, it, it makes you literally all of those at the same time. And people and, are sad. People are depressed yeah. right now. I mean, just look yeah. at the statistics. I don't have any in front of me, but shit. I mean, I I don't know where I heard this, but I think I I read that like twenty five percent of teenage girls last year wrote a suicide note. I mean, oh. we're fucked. Like mental health is down the drain right now. I feel like ever since COVID, especially, it's just people are having a hard time finding housing, finding jobs, affording groceries. It sucks oh. for everyone except the one percent right now. So, God, you know, yeah. like people are looking for answers one way or another. But and do hope. you believe in oh, time that's what travel? Happens. Because revolutionary <laughs> France is calling and, <laughs> and they have a solution for us. <laughs> Dude, Americans okay. need to get a. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's absolutely theoretically possible to travel back to the past, <laughs> but it's impossible to travel to the future. Interesting. Okay. Because the because the past has already been written. So, you know, mm-hmm. there are actual structural, you know, yeah. there, there there is a structure to be able to carry there, but the future is unwritten. What about other so, dimensions? And if those are in different years. Can you travel to different yeah. di- dimensions? Yeah. Well, what does science time say is, about that? Time is considered like um, I guess the easiest explanation is like time is the fourth dimension, but that's actually like it's a little bit hard and more difficult to talk about than that. Yeah. But if you think about time as, you know, a, a separate dimension, then, you know, I mean, it, it would be plausible that there, you know, you have the experience from you have what happened from the past 
and then it branches to different future possibilities because you know that would if you sat there and said that the future is absolute and this is what it is and that takes away all basic ideas of free will Mm -hmm. which there are arguments in physics that quite possibly we don't have free will in everything that you are predestined you to make every decision that you will make in the future yeah but uh it hasn't happened yet and so the like the 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 molecules and the atoms and the photons and everything that are going to send you like be there in the future you know how do you calculate for all of those to move to that point but technically yeah. if you've already been there if you're traveling on a time in a time dimension if you've already been to that spot yeah. then you know where to go but you would have to calculate because we are moving through space Mm -hmm. at a certain speed and everything around us is moving through space at a certain speed so you would have to calculate not just for like date and time but for location oh yeah like in the universe Mm, where we were in the universe where would you be yeah because the milky way is moving right i thought i heard that yeah 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 Yeah. oh yeah all of well the andromeda the andromeda galaxy is going to crash into the milky way you know what oh shit five billion years or something like that but that's okay because the earth will be gone because the sun will be dying and it'll expand and it'll eat earth anyway so <laughs> yay you know, we've only we've only got about one billion years of uh, you know possible habitable living on the earth Ooh, to I kind of feel look like forward to anyway which, which begs the question if there is something after this life where the hell would it be because Ooh, a different like, dimension, maybe. Yeah, like, like the dimension thing we're makes assuming, sense to me. You know, like humans assume since we were born on this planet and all we know is life on this planet that yeah, anything universe. after life, like if if you believe in reincarnation, for example, then you would reincarnate back here on Earth, different time, um, and just live a different life, but you know, what happens eventually if the earth, whenever the earth dies? Well, then what happens to reincarnation then? What happens But if to... you believed in reincarnation, what would stop you from being re- reincarnated on another planet with intelligent life? Yeah, some people Who think that, knows? some people believe in that. Yeah, like yeah. there are people that have done past life regressions that claim that they have seen other planets and other civilizations. And so who knows? Yeah, I would it's love to do a though. past life regression just to see what they say. Like oh, I, I've done three of them. I what? Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. What did they I'll have say? To talk, well, uh, so it's all like self guided. They basically like um, okay. they just kind of have you like they play really uh like you know good trance music and okay. this this was in like a Himalayan salt cave. With a bunch oh, of people. Cool. And so this we were, is getting better by the minute. Oh, yeah. All we right. were laying in the sol and um my hypnotherapist was the guide. And uh I can talk about her some more on another episode. She's great. But were there shrooms involved? No, no, no shrooms. Nope. I probably smoked <laughs> a little weed before I went in there though. <laughs> um shocking. But yeah, they you know, my memory is such poo, so I can't I can't tell you exactly what she said, but you know, she just kind of had us, you know, sit in the darkness and, and visualize and um, see what came to mind, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, what came to mind for me, it was like a POV view of like, but I felt like I was younger, like a child. And I was like mm-hmm. running along the edge of this cliff. <laughs> and then I felt like I saw myself like fall down this cliff into the river. And I was like, oh, my God, is that how I died in a past life? But it's like, just a random vision that came to me who you know my imagination could have made it who knows but it was just kind of it was just kind of wild you know it's like it, it was nothing i'd ever seen before and felt like it didn't come from me if that makes sense you know like hmm. or, or i mean it did but it's like it wasn't something i'd ever thought of before so it was just so random but hmm. yeah well, yeah and then really i've had cool. a few I've had a couple past life readings from psychics too. And again, it could just be some great fictional story that they wrote, you know, that I was accused of being a witch and was thrown in a barrel into the river and drowned, you know, like she wrote up this whole thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She wrote up this whole thing for me. 
And was that that you were a witch and you were that's awesome? Well, that I was accused of being a witch. Yeah, and uh, it, she she thought it felt like England in like the um, like the fifteen hundreds or something. And she just kind of described what she was seeing, basically, like me being taken from this prison um, and put in a barrel, and then they threw me in the water. And well, that's. I, it's interesting yeah. that both of your experiences so far have had something water. to do with drowning. <laughs> and I yeah. hate yeah. water. I don't know how to swim. I uh, When my parents tried to make me learn when I was a kid and I was terrified, like just didn't want to do it. And so mm-hmm. they were like, okay, okay, it's okay. You don't have to. Like, I think they just figured I would learn eventually. And like, I tried to take lessons in my 20s, but the instructor ended up being really creepy. So I had to leave. And uh, yeah. I just never learned how. But I, I really, it, I'm not afraid of water, but I don't like to go in it. I don't like to go in deep water at all. So oh. yeah, that's fine. I never even thought about that that's before until I just shared that. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Yeah, water so is like, like my favorite thing on earth. <laughs> interesting yeah. so yeah past life readings are very fascinating to me and um yeah jenna has a dolphin in her past life n- yeah probably, probably. Yeah. yeah and i'm reading yeah. this book or i'm listening to a book called journey of souls by michael newman and it's so good it's so fascinating he is he's a hypnotherapist that guided people to describe uh, not really their past lives but more like describe the spirit realm like what happens mm. after you die and some of these people just have wild things to say i mean the stories are amazing and a lot of them have very similar things in them which is interesting to me so i highly recommend yeah we'll have to di- do it yeah we'll have to yeah. do a deep dive on uh <laughs> life after death oh yeah i'm or sure near yeah. death experiences you, can, you know you can, you can catch up yes. on michael newman's stuff pretty quick you know just read a few of the testimonies and whatnot but it, it's interesting it's okay so from from what he's kind of described it's you know according to him it sounds like we yeah we are kind of a collective consciousness you know like kind of everyone all creation is god together you know we're just fragments of it basically and then when you die your spirit or whatever soul goes to the astro realm whatever you want to call it meets up with your spirit guide or you know someone else who knows you and then um a lot of times you get reincarnated according to him you know and and uh it's just to learn those lessons here i guess you know having different lives and and i don't know i have conflicting thoughts on that you know because i also am very fascinated with the prison planet theory the idea that we are the prison feels like a prison planet to be fair it really does it really does (laughs) sometimes it feels like we're either in hell or purgatory or you know and and i i kind of like that theory that there's you know entities are harvesting our our louche or our energy or whatever when we express strong emotions like anger and so i that theory fascinates the hell out of me and so it's next time on the sss yeah. podcast <laughs> i know right next prison time. planet we should talk about prison planet seriously yeah, it's a fascinating theory um but so it's kind of like the love and light and earth school people versus the prison planet like everything sucks and we're just slaves and these two kind of clash online sometimes like you know get your positivity out of here and so it's like that's that's the thing i don't like about the prison planet theory is that it is pretty negative and a lot of those people are kind of like well what's the point then you know just don't you know there's no incentive to be a good person basically and i i feel like i do want to be a good person whatever that means you know i'm still kind of figuring that out but i feel like we all kind of have the answers inside of us if we if we look you know that's spirituality that's spirituality yeah (laughs) i don't know why what you just said made me think of the my little pony high school mashup weirdness You know, like I know, my little pony. high. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Like, why did hey, I just some think good about songs this, on that about Equestria High and like My Little Ponies and like, like, oh my gosh, this whole like prison planet thing is just they've ripped off My Little Pony. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally, yes. 
No, there's but there's then a the lot rainbow of... power comes and saves us all. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So see you. There's weirdo. a lot of that in... the power of friendship. Yeah. That's right. Power friendship is magic. Friendship. That's yeah. right. Magic. Yep. All of it. <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of My Little Pony. No shame. I completely oh, yeah. understand no, why me bronies neither. exist. Yeah. Yo, My Little Pony is it is magic. It's oh so, my gosh! It's such I a good saw, show. I saw a brony in my town, you guys, and I'm talking. In your like, small this town. is a tiny, tiny town with a lot of like really unhinged conservatives here, and there was a brony, oh, no. and I was like, yes, yes. Oh my god! Yay, diversity! <laughs> I know, right? Wow, what a brave person! <laughs> I know, I know, I know, right? So brave! I was like, yes. I just wanted to go fist bump oh. that guy. Be like, yes, you go. I know. Annette, have you been seeing in Japan any of those insanely detailed furry costumes that people get? You know, where they actually look like a real dog? Okay, so let me go. Let, let me tell you about Japan, here. okay? Like, there's this, there's this online dark version of Japan that somehow the rest of the world gets to see. But like... It's not really like that. No. Like, everybody thinks like Japan is so technologically advanced and like there's you know, anime girls everywhere and like people marry <laughs> anime characters and robots in restaurants and well, that actually exists. Oh, and okay. <laughs> uh, but then like these furry costumes and everybody is just sexually depraved and weird, mm -hmm. which I mean, kind of, but like, <laughs> but the actuality of Japan it's technologically advanced until it's not, and then they Ooh. run like twenty years behind everyone else. Uh, you guys and get a lot of old like, people too. We are just now getting out of being only a cash society. Okay, it's like taken forever. Oh wow! And uh, hmm. like that you don't like people are. They wear suits to work. They're very mm. serious. Traditional. They do not talk about their own life or their feelings. Like oh you yeah, know, you don't talk about mental do. health, do you? No, no. Mental <laughs> health. Uh, mental health doesn't exist unless uh, you go to a uh, hospital and then um, you're sick. Mm. So how are you? Uh, I'm fine. You're always fine. Yep. Yes, I'm mm -hmm. fine. Thank you. Carry through. Yep. My, my husband will not admit that he's sick until he's almost dead. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, so furry things. Mm. I, I feel like you would have to go to a very specific place in Tokyo <laughs> to be able to see this kind of thing. Because like, I mean, we have the we have the like uh, mascots. Everywhere. Japan loves mascots. Mm. So, like, everything has a mascot. Like, the store across the street from where I live has a mascot. Like, everything has a mascot. And so you'll see these mascots walking around. It's super creepy. But, wow. Uh, Interesting. Like, they're all really, like, cute. But, like, uh, we I just, just use the wacky, I wavy, creepy, inflatable but... arm men in America because we're lazy. We don't actually have people, like, dressed as mascots. <laughs> yeah, we have mascots. And um, it's weird. And, you know, Japanese people do love really cutesy things. Okay. Like, like Disney is. Oh, Hello Kitty. The I mean, shit here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello Kitty. So, is awesome, like, but, <laughs> but, like, detailed furries? Hmm. No. I feel okay, like that's, that's something that happens I'm, here, though. <laughs> how do we even get on that subject? Oh, My Little Pony. I feel like somebody goes it to was oh, the collective consciousness. Why? Mm. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> we, we have to. We have to go into like the depths of psychiatry and why you associated My Little Ponies with furries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, pr yeah, the prison planet theory. The prison and planet prison, theory. Yeah, like why did I How did they get to furries? It, well, one of the My Little Pony movies, uh, you know, the plot point was on par. With, furries? Uh, no, 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 with prison planet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now we're just all kinds of confused here. Can you tell me of ADHD? Fine. All of us. I know. Every single one of us. It's real. We actually have a different podcast that caters specifically to the topic of ADHD because this is our reality, people. Um, so, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were talking about. 
Maybe uh, it's time to wrap this one up. Yeah, I think it's on that note. <laughs> if you guys... equals spirituality. Anyway, yeah, get, I, and my I little pony is about... just... Yeah, is awesome. Yep. <laughs> it's random. I love talking about random shit. I love talking about these big... Existential... I can't say that word. Did I say it right? Existential questions? Existential. 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 Yeah. I did it. There you go. You did it. I love that shit. Yeah. You can always tell when somebody learns a word by reading it instead of hearing it. Oh, totally. Come up with different pronunciations for it. It's awesome. I just I shouldn't even try next time. Dude, you guys, I I found out I was I was forty years old when I found out that I have been saying argue wrong my whole life. What? What were you saying? So, are you? Oh my gosh! What? Are you? Like an argument? Like what are you? What are you arguing about? No, you didn't (gasps) stop. Yes, I did. Miss the G. I still. I still have like I have to remind my. Yeah, I have to remind. (laughs) I thought it was silent. Because I like I've never paid attention to the fact that other people like put a G in there, and now I have to like mentally remind myself anytime I say the word that I have to put the G in. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Real G's move in silence like lasagna. Yeah. (laughs) See, see, you just proved my point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why is it argue? That's so hard to say. Argue. It's so hard to say. Argue. Why isn't it just argue like lasagna? Argue. I guess it's kind of a hard G. I don't know. Yeah. Fuck invented words anyway. (laughs) I think our. I think next week's done. Yeah. Think what? Humans did. I think humans did. Yeah. Yeah. God, what the fuck do we know? Or maybe the aliens came down and taught it to us. You know. Maybe they did. Maybe it was angels, demons. All the same, reptilians. Yeah, yeah. There's a they bunch of creatures the key here on to Earth. Getting us to fight was to get us to speak first. So, right. yeah, <laughs> you can't argue with someone if you don't know how to talk to them. So. Right. I heard your G. <laughs> oh yeah, argue. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, so, I guess we could argue about spirituality all day. Yeah, we we won't have all the answers, but we love to talk about this shit and so yeah. hopefully you enjoy listening to it, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll make it entertaining if nothing else. So, we'll until next time when we start getting into more specific fun spiritualities and conspiracy theories. Whack shit. Yeah. I hope you all have a great evening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.